Hello to whoever is listening right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to Call It Cliche. I literally just stepped in my cat's litter box, so I love that for me. Um, But anyway, uh, Kaylin and I are so grateful that you guys are tuning in. So thank you so much. We are really excited to share with you guys this week's guest, Josiah David, who I met on TikTok back in July. This is literally, you guys, one of the funniest, most wise people I know. So here's about an hour of our conversation with him. We talk everything from how to keep our bodies and minds thriving to our morning routine to his journey in spirituality. It's some really good juicy stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy. And for this one, it is all about balance. Thank you guys. Good morning, San Francisco. Hello. How are you doing? (laughs) Good morning, Josiah. Hi. How are we doing today? I'm thriving. How are you? I love to hear that. I love that. So happy to have you here. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. You know, okay. I have to say, rolling out of bed and doing this podcast, I feel like is very in line with the theme of the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I almost prefer that I don't have any time (laughs) to prepare myself in the morning and that I just (laughs) roll out of bed and go straight to the mic. I am feeling it's a bit more authentic. What do you think? I agree. I agree. More organic. Yeah. Did you have your routine of any sort this morning? Me or Josiah? <laughs> oh, you guys have a guest on? What's his name? <laughs> yeah, Hi. I feel like these, this is what the hosts do first. You know, they have their back and forth. Oh, and like, oh, not tra- here. <laughs> we never transition him in. Dude, the only reason we're, it's, it's more organic and authentic because we haven't had time to like wake up and get jaded by the world yet. Exactly. <laughs> shit. Exactly. So, I mean, it's if you couldn't already tell, Josiah is clearly the funniest, one of the most amazing oh, wow. people ever. He is our dear friend and our guest for today's podcast. But Chloe, I feel like because you guys have known each other longer, you can sort of lead him into his intro so people can get an idea of who he is. Who am I? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure him out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Sort of, kind of. Um, But Josiah and I met on uh, actually TikTok um, in August. September, like July, <laughs> one of the months. You know, Ellie does that. To you. Ellie yeah. does that to you. It turns off all sense of time. It's just constantly <laughs> on rotation, and I don't. I don't remember that part of my life. No, Ellie was wonderful, truly. <laughs> but, Always um, corrects herself. <laughs> the cough at the end. The cough at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love it for anyone listening and thinking of it. I didn't like it. I love if it. If you're from LA, I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, because we do talk a lot of of schmack on it. We do, which is unfortunate. Because I actually, all right, realized, hold on, reel it back, reel it back. Yeah, yeah. Oh my at? gosh, I love. See, we should just have him on here as a mediator, or not a mediator. Oh, like, like someone that reads minds. No, <laughs> yes. I mean, please, if you could do it, someone to regulate the conversation. The regulator. The regulator. The percolator. To bring me back. <gasps> You guys, I'm not gonna lie. Sidetrack. Shoo, bring it back. <laughs> I really, yeah. I really have to go to the bathroom. We just, you know, we start this off with coffee and uh You took one sip. I know, but she's coming and she's not leaving. Okay, well maybe this is when <laughs> Josiah can sort of intro himself. Wow. Yeah, if you want to go pee really oh my quick, God, go I'll ahead. Right All right, set it down nicely so we don't yeah. The audio <laughs> engineer guy. Um, my name is Josiah. I'm from Minnesota. All the fun stuff. Um, I never know how to. In- Do you want to like maybe ask some questions? I, yeah, I, I'm not yeah. great at like the the overall general like who I am. <laughs> I know great. that could honestly be kind of awkward. I'm sorry, I just kind of threw you in there. No, like you're that. good. You're good. <laughs> First of all, Minnesota. I didn't know that. Where in Minnesota? 
Um, a town, a city called Duluth, Minnesota. It's right on the border of uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Oh, I, so is it like a small town? It's like, um, I'm going to totally butch this number, but I want to say like 200,000 people <laughs> roughly, maybe on a okay, good day. So, so that's, like, that's a medium, I would say. Yeah, it's it's nice because it's like people you hear Minnesota and people immediately are like, oh, Canada, a eh? oh, farms and trees and all you beg. do is hunt. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so beg exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll come out every once in a while. Um, but it, I had like Minneapolis, one of the like larger cities, um, in the states. I'd say as far as like, you know, prominent big airports and has a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. Twin Cities, it's Minneapolis and St. Paul. That was right down the road. So I spent some time there on the weekends or just going down there to like maybe go out or explore the city. The Mall of America's there. So I'm not the sheltered creature that like didn't get out or anything. Okay, uh, okay. I feel you. I feel you. It it was small enough though where it's like you kind of knew not know knew everybody necessarily, but it's like it was a good experience. Um the Minnesota in general is just like the state's motto, motto is Minnesota nice. So, you, have, you know, it's friendly. Everyone, you know, hold the door open. You, you, You're you definitely from Minnesota then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just nice. But yeah, no, 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 no. 100%. So when did you when did you leave Minnesota? Did you stay here, there all throughout like school and then leave for college? Or what's your story there? So I wanted free college. I'm not paying for this shit. The system is flawed Smart. and far too expensive. So I joined yep. the Air Force. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, yeah. I was in the active duty Air Force for six years. I joined uh, wow. not only for the benefits, but to travel the world. And they sent me to North Dakota for six years. So I didn't really get to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Essentially almost the same thing as Minnesota. I mean, I've never been to either, but oh, far North America. Worse. Is yeah, it worse? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Um, it's cold, isolated, and there's a girl behind every tree. <laughs> a girl Everyone's, behind every tree. Yeah, register, register the joke. I know she joined in a, at a. He's talking oh, no, about. She's been here. She's been here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've been here. I just don't get the joke. She's doing the math. Um, oh, because there's it's no... really flat and no trees. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Okay, but you have to know about geography to get the joke. Yeah, I guess. Sometimes his jokes are so day. good. You have to be like well, equally as smart as him to like mm-hmm. really. Them no, you just the have to be there. No, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I was just laughing. I didn't get it, but I was just laughing. <laughs> I can tell too, like that. Story of my life. You want to talk about intuition? I can always tell when I hit a joke, and people like brain. It's like their brain knew to laugh, and it's like, okay, laugh here. It's that there's a pause, like there's some awkward spot, and I think I'm supposed to laugh. And I can okay. Sense like- <laughs> yeah, yeah. He claims he knows when I do it, but oh, it's so I was obvious. Say, that's some like true comedian shit. I feel like that is a that's a really hard skill to have. I don't know. You have well, to be really just- like emotional intelligent oh i appreciate it that and i just tell the same 10 jokes over and over so i know (laughs) what it's but okay all right all right so do you want me to stare you dead in the face actually i feel like i do that sometimes and i wait and i ask you i follow up with what does that mean but sometimes Um, if the conversation isn't always uh called for necessary we're like in a rush doing something what are you gonna stand there for five minutes so you unpack the joke I'd yeah, rather yeah. you keep telling them and I and I fake laugh at two of them and real laugh at most of them. Here's a little tip and a trick as if I'm a professional or something. <laughs> Here's a fun <laughs> trick. Sometimes you can have more fun in telling the joke and like joking about that than the actual joke. So it's for you. Mm. Yeah, it's all for me. That's I'm here beautiful. to have a good time, make myself <laughs> right. laugh. I don't care if anyone else laughs. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't all right, back on track. Minnesota Air Force. <laughs> Uh, the f- um, yeah, you, okay, so you were in the Air Force, and actually, I just found this out recently when Chloe had told me like 30 seconds ago, she wound up. 
<laughs> no, okay. Actually, I actually like, oh. Well, okay, that was for the podcast. Honestly, oh, that was hey guys, she just she's excited. She just Cut the part out. Cut oh the part my out. Gosh. Okay, but I did have that same reaction like what mm-hmm. a week or two ago whenever Chloe told me that, just because I was saying to her, I feel like we have this connotation around the military and like the attitude that comes with it or the mindset and for how outgoing and just funny and kind of a person you are. I'm just really interested to hear how like your journey from the military, the air force to what you're doing now, like creating content that's literally saving people's lives and, you know, like helping people throughout their day and spreading love and joy. I just, I feel like that's such an interesting path. Great question. Great question, Kaylin. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, he was literally like, um, I don't know. I've always been, so my dad left when I was three coming in with the heaviness right after rip, but it wasn't like, no, like, um, I don't know. It wasn't nothing crazy to the point where it's like my whole childhood was ruined because of it. But you know, you mm-hmm. lack something without having that father figure directly. But I did have a grandfather that kind of took that role. And I say that because I had like, you know, you kind of get like two generations of wisdom when you have a grandfather and especially one that's like is was involved as my grandfather was Mm -hmm. and I know you can't really always like I always say he taught me um street smarts and like just kind of like intuition and which sounds kind of weird to like teach oh the most important thing though to have yeah uh, i'm sorry not street sports common sense somehow like he imprinted common sense on me and through that i just was able to like see the world through a different lens and just cut through a lot of bullshit and and see people's like issues and be able to like help people out and he just told me like he taught me so much that i was able to like I was kind of like the counselor friend of my group, you know, like people yes. came to me for stuff and like you're at the party and we go outside to like smoke a cigarette or like just have a heart to heart really quick. I don't smoke cigarettes now just for clarification, but you know, when you're drunk <laughs> back when I was drinking um, and we would just sit there and have heart to heart. So like kids that would never, ever open up about anything, especially guys, you know, in, mm-hmm. in a day and age where it's still kind of just now becoming cool to like, not cool, but acceptable for everyone to talk yes. about the emotions. Um, so this kind of like the the grandfather of the group, so to speak, um, you know, offered some any sort of wisdom I had, which nine times out of 10 was me just regurgitating what my grandpa told me, but it mm-hmm. worked. So that's kind of what started off my journey as far as like wanting to help people and having, I don't know, just having the ability to kind of like meet people where they're at emotionally and understand humans at all levels rather than, you know, even though it was cookie cutter advice kind of at first, I, I was actually like listening and understanding and figuring out, you know, what's really happening here with human beings. And I just love to study human beings. Like I just, and study, it doesn't even mean like going in the books and looking up history. It's like literally just being very present with all walks of life. And I just love that. And that was one thing that I got from the military that helped me really just learn people figure people out from all different areas because in the military it's like everyone you don't get a choice who you're stationed with or who you're around so it's mm-hmm. like I, I spent six years with a lot of people that you know outside of the military i would have never went and intentionally hung out with but because we're here it's like we're here like let's hang out and they became family and brothers and um you know on top of that to add I had uh, when Snapchat first came out, I was like crazy on Snapchat. Like a lot of I have a TikTok now and like kind of have like a little following and, and make post some funny videos and people like it. And it's good. Get, get, it, <laughs> it gets good feedback. Excuse me. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, you should really make videos like you're really funny. And I'm like, I say all this because I'm like, I 
to that answer or to that, I'm like, dude, I've been making videos, bro. I've been funny. I've been trying to like make people laugh. So, you know, the, the, the grandfather esque characteristics, um, mixed with Snapchat, you know, I would, it was a lot of just funny stuff, me goofing around. I was actually pretty negative back in the day with humor, but it still was like a level of like reaching out to people and, and people responding. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, that platform is very personal. You don't have to, it's not like Facebook or some other social platform where, you know, your comments and responses are out in the public. People get to swipe up on your story and have conversations. So that's kind of where the journey began as far as, you know, making content that people can relate to was meeting them at their own level in their own comfortable like space. And um, just entertaining in general, you know, like I said, it really wasn't all positive advice stuff at first. I was really just kind of negative and, and, and not accepting and happy with where I was at, kind of depressed. And a lot of my humor was just like making fun of or shitting on my situations or, you know, just trying to turn the negative into something funny. But mm-hmm. I look back at some of these videos, I'm like, damn, that was toxic, bro. Or damn, that was like yeah. hella negative of me to just be like in that world all the time. But that's kind of where the journey started with, um, you know, filming yourself and putting content out and and getting feedback on it that slowly transitioned into like year five and six of being in north dakota to um like facebook live i'll go live on facebook and just like start spitting <laughs> like yeah like i was like you know what i mean like no one was doing it no one was going live at least in my feed uh and being positive especially a lot of kids back home that only knew like one side of josiah was like oh this kid grew up and is like saying something positive now and got a lot of great feedback on that and I don't really, I don't necessarily like have, I'm not like some public speaker. I don't want to be a motivational speaker. My goal isn't to like only live life as a guy that talks, but more so there's someone that lives life and then is able to explore on and talk about his experiences mm-hmm. while also gathering more. So yeah. that's kind of what the, where the journey started with all that. I feel like that's the most important though, because I mean, you can say a lot of things and you don't have control over really whether people listen or not, but being able to show somebody like living proof of, Hey, I lived through this and this is how I got through it. I feel like that goes way further than just words. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you feel like there was a time when you started transitioning into more positive content? Like was something in your world changing? Uh, uh, It was actually pretty particular. Um, This is one of them anyway, but a, a friend of mine, we were sitting in a room one day and um there's this person being like super fucking negative can we swear my man too yes late. yeah um, <laughs> hey on a side note we got to break the stigma of swearing man like it, it, we we act real quick we act as if like anytime a swear word comes out that your intentions are like sinning or that you're negative but for me yeah. it's just an additive word just come so as you are yeah no 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 just in general i had to speak on that because like it's about your intentions in my opinion the on what you're you, correct exactly mm-hmm. so if you're being hateful with it yeah don't say it but and, either way if it adds to the fucking story, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, we were in a room and there's this dude being hella negative. And I, I looked over to my buddy and I'm like, damn, that motherfucker's negative. And my buddy's like, dude, you used to be like 10 times worse than that. Or he's like, you're 10 times worse than that, basically. Okay. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. icky, man. So that's when I really started to address it. And, it, and again, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I was horribly negative all the time. But it was enough to where it's like, you know, I go back and watch some of these videos. I'm like damn you were hurting man like you yeah. must have been going through some shit it's I mean, crazy I, though because it's like whether it was positive or negative you were you were putting stuff out yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. that was, you know what i'm saying yeah like, it was I some call people it, can't even take that step right mm-hmm. i think it was for me it was like more of like a a, a low-hanging fruit and i if there's one thing i really dislike in life is is, is easy humor 
the easy laugh. Talk about the the hard hitting stuff, like not even hard hitting stuff. Talk about the controversial things and just have like a wild opinion on it, just for the sake of like, you know, it was really on some. If I'm owning my shit here, you know, high school for me was really like, I don't want to say I got bullied, but I definitely had insecurities. And for me, it was like, let's make fun of one to make the crowd laugh. Mm. So again, with the comedy, even in in North Dakota, it was more so like, let it was like degrade or talk bad on one object or thing. Uh, and not even in some horrible way, but enough to where it's like, that's just not, that's just, mm-hmm. you're shitting on one certain group or one certain person. Like, that's not healthy mm-hmm. to get to laugh at everyone else. So it's like, I have people laughing, mm-hmm. but the people that were sitting around laughing, like they were toxic too. So right. it's like, it attracted itself. Yeah. But um, yeah. And you, do you feel like you kind of kept some things around what the parts of yourself you were maybe making fun of because you kept joking about? Yeah, them? honestly, man, if you unpack it, and, and of course we live in a day and age now where it's like we can talk about mental health and people are more accepting of it because if you just, you know, if you use that line even a year ago, people are just like, you know, it's that's an excuse or like that's not, a, that's not an excuse, like blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I definitely think it was some like, whether you want to call it traumas or just past events or, or, or how I looked at myself, which is, you know, typically where a lot of, outwardly stuff comes from is how you're looking at yourself and just being in North Dakota. I was horribly depressed, probably the most depressed I'd ever been up until that point. Unhappy with where I'm at, stuck with my situation because you can't leave the air force. It's not that simple. You know, like you got to finish your thing out. Um, and then you're around a collective energy. That's like, I don't want to say everyone was miserable there, but like, dude, it's cold and negative 10, like on average before the wind chill, and like isolated. And there's like one bar and everyone drinks. So it's like the collective energy there was like dampening that. And it was Why? like my little, like, <laughs> I guess my little, you know, um, this lashing out, like trying to just yeah. make something of it. Yeah. But if that's all my world is, right. that's what the, I mean, anything you create, wherever, you, whatever you're feeling internally and whatever your world is comes out in your art form. You yeah. Know? Reflection of your environment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're not really told about that side of the army. We're only air force. Only told about. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like that's another right. stigma. Yeah. Like every, everything is the army. It's, it's actually kind another of thing. Yeah. Like clearly I'm not well Military. informed enough that that can even like roll off the tongue when I speak. Well, that's, that's crazy to me. It's interesting because it's like this, not only, you know, several different branches, but whenever a civilian, um, with, with thinks about the military, it's like immediately the movies and the news. And there's so many other sides to it. Like people, I tell people that I was in the Air Force for six years and they're like, there's no way. Like no one can see it. Like I went to like the Air Force's Air Force's version of sniper school. I went to like all these tactical schools. I did a lot of cool training. I like used to fly on like helicopters and like there's a lot of fun, crazy stuff. But nonetheless, it's like still I'm a human with other humans that are like, in this society it's like a whole world the whole city the base is like they have veterinarians dentists office right. people like the military is so much further beyond like deployment and in war and guns and all these kind of things. yeah i just i want to interject here and say that josiah is literally the most like peaceful most passive mm-hmm. truly i mean this uh person I externally know. maybe and i what <laughs> i said externally <laughs> on a good day no, no i'm kidding. kidding um but no no truly the most peaceful person i know kindest most amazing most incredible person i know and like thank you i feel like the associations a lot of people make with people who are in the army are very air force air- <laughs> military. military military that's the only See, i don't care enough to like for. actually care but like there is there, yes there are no, different please correct different. me we're all about learning on this podcast <laughs> the fucking, I'm, yes. trying to break, I'm trying to break the stigma i am though i am though because i've no. met so many wonderful people in the military right and um it's it was a means to an end but right. anyway go ahead 
Right. No, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I have to say. Break the stigma. There's uh, many incredible people in the military, and not everyone's in it to you know kill people. I yeah. know that was aggressive. Go Trump, go America, yeah. like, dude. I'm yeah. I I, I uh, not any disrespect to our country. I'm not here to like shit on it, but at the same rate, I'm not here as some diehard patriot that was like. Do it for my country. I'm like, I'm in a country. There's a lot of flawed system and school costs, you know, $250,000. So let me try to shortcut that. But if anyone else has family in the military who did go in it for that reason. Oh, it's very honorable. And I I did it. Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. Like, let me not disrespect it. But I just think collectively the world we're in, like I would, you know, not to be the peace loving hippie, but like we, I don't, we don't need this shit. We don't need fucking wars and we don't, we shouldn't need, you know, but that's just the way it is right now. So let's not, yeah, I don't want to disrespect anybody that was in or serve respectfully or lost anybody. Like it is a very admirable thing. I guess this is just like my experience through it all. And there's just so many um, different experiences. Like I've met so many characters, so many lovely characters within the military and like people I literally consider family now, like that I, I would do anything for. And, you know, being being anywhere where the collective energy is like unhappy and cold and depressed and all that, like the one thing you have in common with everyone is all of that, is that you're depressed and unhappy, but you have that in common and you grow through that. Like you really connect with people through that. So um, it was a beautiful experience for what it was. It was, I always tell people, you know, you can really learn just as much from how you don't want to do things as you can from learning how to do them. Meaning, for six years, I watched like leadership that I would never like to be like. I watched operating, you know, groups of people or, or, or communicating with other humans and just watch it like this most, I don't want to say horribly toxic, but it was really political and toxic and negative and like just so backwards. And, you know, being in it wasn't that great, but I learned now like what to stay away from and what not to do when I become a leader or how, you know, you can learn. It's just about perspective and what you're taking from it. Um, and yeah, that's what I took from. Didn't you say, he told me last night that their sleep schedules were like completely reversed sometimes and they wouldn't be told when, when it would get changed up. So like you, I mean, you explain this. Yeah. So what I did was, um, I don't want to get too, too in depth, but essentially we were on like shifts of, of watch basically. Like we'd be up for 12 hours. Um, that was our shift length. And it was like, it's kind of like a fireman schedule, so to speak. So it would be like you kind of hanging around until something went down and then you'd have to like, you know, get all your gear on and go check it out. But um, yeah, it was like, uh, I forget how exactly the schedule was. I want to say like, so we'd be on for like five days. So it'd be like five days on and within those five days, you'd, how the hell did it work? I forget. We'd have to like go... Oh, I don't want to get too much in depth. I hate telling this whole story, but essentially, yeah. So you'd be like working 12 hour shifts. It'd be from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., you know, and then you get off for those 12, but you're still out in, out in the field where we were. So we, I protected, like guarded the nuclear weapons of, of, uh, America has like three different bases with them. You can find all this information online. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not like, telling Yeah. Yeah. Right. But so we would like, we'd have teams that would go out and into where the around where the nuclear weapons were and we'd all stay out there for like five days at a time so your shifts were like 12 on 12 off but it would go from like you know for for five days you'd be on 6 a.m to 6 p.m and then the next week you'd go right into 6 p.m to 6 a.m 
and just have to make that transition. So like finding a consistent sleep schedule, finding any sort of schedule, you know, by the time it's your off days, you just want to sleep because it's, you know, you're just transitioning back. And then as soon as your off days are over, you're going right back out there. So yeah, that was, it was, um, I mean, it's the military, you know, I don't want to sit here and say, like, it was horrible by any means. A lot of people have far worse experiences and uh, experience, you know, way more difficult stuff than that. But yeah, on a basic level, like, it, that was very challenging. Just being up for 12 hours and then switching and coming back and trying to be healthy and be active and not stay inside and sleep. And it's freezing outside. You don't want to go anywhere. Um, it was an experience. <laughs> so the then what was the, what was the transition from that to going to LA, meditation in the morning, I want to improve my health, I want to optimize my mental health. What 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 was there like a defining moment for you or was yeah, it just Yeah, all 6 years. Um, <laughs> How do I get okay, away from this? Right. No. Um I don't know, man. I I mean, I, can you ask, ask more of a specific question? Yeah, I guess I feel like some people have like that one defining story where it was like and then the lights were off and I saw my myself and I was outside my body and I was looking at myself and I hated my life. Did you have that? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, you know, as much as I speak on it, it's difficult to speak on, you know, six, seven plus years of, you know, getting out and, and being out for a year. I think um, it's difficult to speak on all of that in this collective like sentence or energy right. or act like I shifted. You know, I, for the most part, I was pretty positive and pretty like upbeat and extroverted and wanted to be healthy and wanted to be peaceful and wanted to address my stuff and it was all coming out especially right after the air force you know mm. i had a relationship that like it was um pretty good for the first half and then i started just like i don't want to say becoming an asshole but you know this all my stuff started coming out and unfortunately like another person had to experience all that and, and i'm trying to figure it all out so i think it was just a, to answer your question it's like a culmination of this smaller events and in me addressing like, okay, I'm out now. Like, what am I going to do and where am I going to be? And, uh, you know, no matter what I'm doing, like I want to be positive and like help, you know, healthy and, and, and excited about life. And this, you know, the typical, like accomplish something and have big dreams. Josiah was always there. It was just that like, now I'm like sitting here, like the, the Mr. Krabs meme, like, what do I do next? You know? <laughs> Where do I go from here? Um, but yeah, defining moment. I don't know. I think it's just a collection of stuff. Um, I met a really great friend of mine. Shout out Smooch, uh, one of my best friends. Him and I became friends randomly after some tailgating party when I was in the military. Still, we met at um, uh, NDSU in in North Dakota, but became friends. I was like the first time I ever got like a dude Snapchat like on some friend shit. You know, <laughs> like, hey bro, like you're cool. Like let's hang out again. And, you know, fast forward to like three months down the road after that, we um, we were just sharing like it was like if you go, I wish we go back to our Snapchat thread. It was a typical like, you know, life's got to be more than this nine to five. There's so much more out there, like positive. I was sharing, you know, books and quotes. And this is like when I really got into spirituality reading. I guess that's my answer to your question. Okay. Like uh, year five or six into the military, um, I really started reading like about like self-awareness and spirituality. It's always like that one mentor that like puts you on. I had one beautiful human being. He um, he he I forget what book he gave me. He gave me a book. It's called Thinking Fast and Slow. 
forget the uh, author's name, but it's essentially talking about like your, your conscious and subconscious brain. And I was fascinated. Wow. And I learned about what self-awareness was. I'm like, oh my God, I thought this, I didn't know there was a word for it. Right. Like I thought I was the only one that having psychotic in analyzations head. in my head of like, <laughs> you know, what's going on around me. But as soon as I found that out, I'm like, oh, you could work on this. Mm-hmm. And then another beautiful mentor of mine, Ryan, uh, I remember one day talking about, you know, I'm just lazy. I was like, I'm just lazy. I, I had a mom. Um, I had my dad left. I was super spoiled. I didn't really have a lot of chores. I didn't have any like, you know, huge discipline growing up. And I'm, that's just how I am. I'm just kind of stuck like that. And and I'm, I'll never forget. He's like, he goes, dude, just quit with that narrative. And I'm like, what is the narrative? He's like, you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to live that. I'm like, well, that's just how I grew up. That's I'm stuck like that. So he was the first person that introduced to me the fact that like you can change your narrative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like that combined with self-awareness, combined with spirituality, combined with like, you know, f- anytime you figure out why you're miserable or like that there's more to life or that other people have also went through this and, and figured out how to talk about depression or anxiety or the brain or what we're supposed to be doing here. You're like, it's exciting because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like a, a key. It's like a ticket out. It's like a ticket out of your head and, and to figure out what you want to do in life. So for me, yeah, uh, a new, it was thinking fast and slow. That was my first book that I read like outside of call of high school. Cause I hated it. I think the only book I actually finished ever in high school ever, no bullshit was uh, a new uh, twilight, a new moon. I the second that. one. I, didn't read the twilight. I love that. Yeah. So that was it. I was like, so sucked in probably just like little there has to be something cons- bigger and consistent there. Considering we all, we, all, us three human beings all loved that series. What was it? I just uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say just like the the idea that reality can be more than than what exists in front of us and the idea of like these ethereal beings, vampires okay. and creating mm-hmm. your own world mm-hmm. and how yes. they channel these different powers. And it's not like overtly magical, unbelievable totally. power. advertisement. Yeah. Lots of advertisement. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. We romanticized the. It was like t- it was teams, bro. We had the world divided into Team Jacob yes. or Team. Well, Bucket. same thing with the Kardashians. You could find characters. Oh no! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, wait, hold We're on. twenty, thirty <laughs> minutes hold in, up, bro. Hold here we go. Here we go. These are all figureheads for Pete. He's unplugging his. Are you kidding me? No, I'm turning it down. <laughs> <laughs> blowing through your levels here. He leaves the podcast. People's ears just are just blown out. Certain figureheads, maybe not even figureheads, but faces, personalities for people to relate to. People love relating to something. People love feeling understood. So but I it's like, like, do we want to feel understood? Do we want to relate to them because it's in our nature? Because we were convinced and sold that we need to relate to these people. <laughs> I think. I think. Um, I think some women found easier ways to relate to the Kardashians. But than it's also men right. I think um, what I was gonna add is like it's it's also like a social like it's cool right so it's like twilight was was totally. everyone was talking about it, so it was in totally so it's like you had to talk about it totally. i never was like would go out on my own and probably read that right. but because the girl i liked loved it like let me check it out you know right. like you this well, it's that's in. things come to your attention though naturally is that enough people put attention on them and eventually everyone's talking about it but i also understand what you're saying yeah Kaylin, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I actually want to hear more about your morning meditation and just your morning routine in general and how that ties into like your your incredible journey, like with your spirituality right. and dealing with depression and anxiety and how much it helps you and like the significance of what mornings mean to you and how you start off your day. Very inconsistent. Let's start off with that. I think I just as a most now, consistent person I know when it comes to your routine in the morning. Now, now you're seeing it now. Um, it wasn't always there. 
but it's true, you know, your morning really does start off your day. And just as of recently, I've been doing like, I know this is not wild, but I've been like, not wild, but I'll wake up in the morning and I always like kind of like start to, at least now I don't really have any, you know, reason to be up or set an alarm. So I just kind of wake up when I wake up, which by the way is also just insane. Real quick. That's freedom. <laughs> I know it's a story that. No, not that. I just oh. mean the fact that our, <laughs> the fact that like we go to sleep and like, semi-consistently the with the amount of time we, we are asleep um we eventually wake up around the same time roughly depending when mm-hmm. you go to bed if you're consistent with it and this thing just wakes itself up so yeah. I, I just get like hella appreciative sometimes of like how insane this whole like meat yes. suit is man yeah. this whole body yeah like you just close your eyes it gets its rest it regenerates itself and then it wakes itself up like we're not doing it like other than an alarm like this thing really do, wakes you up uh-huh. it's weird <laughs> what it's insane yeah anyway like i'm just appreciative i read this it, thing but... i don't know if this is true or not i mean i'm sure it's doable but like doable. i read that we can like literally set our own alarm clocks by like writing down the time we want to wake up I don't, oh. I don't know. I don't know if, if listeners, I want, I've never tried it, enough, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And eventually your body will just do it naturally for sure. But that just kind of, uh, made me laugh instead of going into clocks every night. Like <laughs> just write it down in your journal. Wait one second. I set my alarm. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it tonight. Do yeah. It. Honestly, I'm laughing, um, but I'm definitely going to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I'll wake up like slowly start to wake up, but I keep my eyes closed and what I'll do is I'll crazy. I'll keep my eyes closed. I'll, I'll, you know, find my way to the bathroom through the walls and like stubbing my toes and stuff. <laughs> eyes closed. What? Yeah. I'll go to the bathroom. <laughs> I got to sit down to pee. You know, Bro, so I, I told you he's got a crazy routine. I thought uh, I'm not going to sit here and act like I do this every day. This is new. This is recent. I'm trying <laughs> okay. to stop. Okay. So, um, wait, I have to ask from moment to you are asleep to you are up. Are you, are you, when you first wake up, are you opening your eyes and then closing them? Or no. are you waking up in blackness and keeping it there? Are you yeah, that I'm waking conscious up that without, you can maintain that? Yeah. So the theory behind what? it, the theory behind it is that, you know, we're, co- we're constantly taking, so that's a cool part about sleep as well. Or the crazy part is that our senses. So like hearing, for example, there it's always on, like, there's no like deciding, Oh, today um, there's sound coming in and tomorrow there's not like, if you are able bodied person with like functioning parts, your ears just always on, mm-hmm. it's always consuming stuff. And, and people argue, it's like, well, it's not on when you're sleeping because you're sleeping. But the 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 um my response to that is like if you go into someone's room with they're sleeping and light off firecrackers, it'll they'll wake up right exactly. because their ears are not aware of it because our consciousness is in another Conscious, room. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's quieted. It's like it's sleeping, right? Yeah. But your 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 stuff's still on. But nonetheless, it's always taking information in is what I'm getting at. And when you become awake, you're you're really processing all that information throughout the day. You're just taking everything in sounds. You're not only sound, but like you're 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 able to tell where people are at based off of like the sound of the room and like the echoes and like mm-hmm. you can sense where you know the tone of someone you can sense someone's body language through your eyes you can sense taste you can sense smell you can sense energy at some level which is another cool conversation but you're always taking stuff in and it's not to say that it's bad but it's like if if you look at our brain like a, a computer it has so much cpu you know like whenever you get energetically tired or you be you know it's just too much for one day and you got to go lay down it's because you're just like overwhelmed there's so much going in so the idea behind keep my eyes closed is that even though my brain's awake it's one less sensory you know mm-hmm. thing going on that's consuming and and analyzing and registering and using cpu power and unfortunately, it's not just 
you know, your eyes are open. It's taking stuff in. It's like, you're looking at yourself in the mirror, you're judging it. You're yeah. seeing the weather, you judged it. You yeah. can tell something about the room or your room's messy, you're judging that. Like there's so many thoughts that go down without us even knowing it. And it's so much power happening. So to just like go from sleeping and peaceful and quiet and resting to just like, you know, your alarm going off to what do I got to do today to check in your phone, the thousand things going on, it's all that. A hundred other people's lives yeah. beyond Literally. yours. Yeah, on, yeah. on the phone. It's- yeah, it's insane. <laughs> so it's like, I, it's more of like a, a respect uh, to my body or my human yeah. to just like, hey, dude, like, let's just slowly get up and take in what we can mentally. Right. And uh, it's also just kind of challenging, you know, just to like really actually stick to it. And I'll brush my teeth without it. I'll, I'll go meditate. Actually, I don't even really meditate in a sense of like, and now I'm meditating. It's like I go and That's do a these form stretches. Of meditating, though, I feel like it is no 100. percent Like by definition, I'm meditating, but um, it's more so like I go and try to do yoga every morning. So like I'll go lay down on the floor with mm-hmm. my eyes still closed and do yoga. But there's like certain points in that yoga where I literally just lay there and shut my brain off even more, or just mm-hmm. you know be present and watch because you can't really ever shut it off if you're awake. It's just more so are you attaching to your thoughts or not? So it's like, I just sit there and watch what thoughts come up and let them arise and like address stuff that I need to address and kind of yes. just, I don't want to say plan out my day because that's like overwhelming to me. Prepare but, for your day. Prepare. Yeah. For- just like mentally get ready and spiritually. Yeah. How I do you find- you. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was just going to ask, how do you find it? Act- how do you see it helping you beyond that? Like throughout your day? It's, it's, with meditation, you're present. You're very, very present. And when you're present, you're yourself. You're collected. You're there. You're conscious. You're aware. Like, you're just there. And even though it's just in the morning and then you go on with your day, you're not always, like, in this, you know, quote-unquote meditative state, it, it set yourself up so that the running crazy thoughts of maybe anxiety, maybe not anxiety, like, anxiety you know, it doesn't always have to look like something crazy. It just literally your, your brain, a lot of chatter mm-hmm. and it can take you away from the present moment and you're sidetracked and you're thinking about that. So if you're thinking about something else in the, you know, your first interaction in the day, then you're not present for it. And then you're, you're half in there. And then that turns into something bad because you weren't present for that. And it's like this runaway train that if you don't start off the morning good, it's like your, your whole day is like this one, you know, continuous thought that's like not even being present and not yeah. somewhere that, is like allowing you to take in every moment that you can and process it and enjoy it. So it's just a good start to like, like stop, set your day up and just really become present for a second. Because if you, if your homeostasis for the day is that you can draw back on it easier. But if you just up, up, up and going, 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 like you never got a chance to like, you know, get grounded and set your feet in the sand yes. and like really be yeah. here today. And we wonder it, why our focus is so off. Yeah. <laughs> right. And people and are, checking like eight social medias at 8 a.m., you know? It's it's for sure a domino effect because it's like if you wake up and you take you take those conscious choices to like set yourself up and really ease yourself into your day, you're going to respond to what meets you throughout the day way better. Let's say if you just rush into your day and you don't give yourself time to really adjust and mm-hmm. set up and someone comes at you with negative energy, you're not, you're not really going to respond well to that. And then from that, something else is going to lead you further down like that negative path. So it's, or, or even positive energy, you know, someone comes up to you excited about something, but you're not physically right. there. Like then they pick up on that and then it's bad. So it's like yes. the domino effect both b- works both ways too, yes. you know? And I yes. had to be okay with like, this is something I'm recently getting better at establishing boundaries because I know I'm not always going to be fully 
present with other people the first two hours of the morning because I have to organize my thoughts, whatever crazy ass dreams I had before then. Because we can like we can actually take on whatever happened in our dream and be in like a state of panic all day if we had a nightmare, you know. Mm-hmm. So me having those two hours in the morning alone. And if people try and come up to me, obviously not telling them to fuck off or anything like that, but like politely just excusing myself back to my room and like doing things like that. And then not getting mad at myself that I'm be, that I I'm coming off a certain way or anything like that, because then I know that I can be fully present for those conversations later on in the day, rather than giving them like, you know, 10% of my energy in the morning. So I feel like that's another really important aspect of uh, a, a good morning routine. Absolutely. Josiah, you said you do yoga every morning. I'd like to hear like how how important it is to you, how much like the effect that you feel it's had on you and how it's helped, if it has or if it's just, you know, something you enjoy doing. It's honestly I have like this like a blown out back from the Air Force and it's more so for like just functionality and like I just I used to go to physical therapy for it. So it's a lot of like the physical therapy work. So when I say yoga, it's you know, I love getting into like a nice routine yoga from like YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not consistent with that, like my body tenses up and my muscles get tight so quick, mm-hmm. my flexibility is out the window. So hopping back into that if I'm not consistent, it's difficult. So for me, it's like, I don't even do the phone yet. My phones, I turn my phone on like airplane mode at night on some paranoid shit. It's like mm-hmm. whatever waves are coming from your phone or electricity or like frequencies or whatever, you know, it's like, I'm trying to just put, shut that off for the night while I sleep and I don't turn it on until I'm done with like yoga and everything like that. So it's, I, I, I just lay down and just like, you know, depending on what video I watched the week before, I kind of gather my own little routine and and really this if you want to talk about intuition um it's it's so much further than just like thoughts and you know picking up on vibes for the day or other people it's really is like what does your body need so mm-hmm. i'll really just kind of like lay down flat get my body just like as straight as it can and like you know in this like a neutral position so to speak and kind of just start moving around and like lifting my legs or bending you know i have a lot of back stretches that i do like you know keep my arms out at a t and like you know turn my legs from side to side and and just ha- like stretch my spine out and just really back to the intuition piece like really listen to what i need for that day and what my body's needing and there's certain pain points or there's certain parts that like feel really good to stretch and i'll just go with that and it's yeah. not even like you know routine does help and it's nice to like oh let me sit down for 30 minutes and i'll do stretches from here to here and i'll stretch that and i'll do that but i don't even have a time limit other than i'm just going to sit here for a little while until i don't want to sit here no more and just get your body moving i think it's so important and to i really do believe in like chakras and i think the spirituality and idea behind them has gotten semi-taboo and and like you know woo woo and this and that but nonetheless like there is scientifically you know, proven fact that, or it is a scientific proven fact that there's like energy centers in the body, you know, there's yep. like different frequencies at each of those different certain areas. So just getting your spine moving and your fluid moving and, and your joints moving and becoming awake, it's it's so important. Like, and I, I think there's some studies done as far as like how much time and uh, how much time of sleep we actually need and what your body does during each of those like cycles. And from what I've heard, it's like, four hour increments of like you really go deep into this this sleep cycle for four hours and then it happens again and that's where you usually hear like the eight hours of sleep thing from but if you wake up or don't get you know if you're waking up in the middle of one of them sleep cycles your body like in your mind that's why you get groggy and that's why you're tired throughout the day and you can't focus so another part of like 
really stretching and moving your body is like waking yourself up and like getting the, the getting it functioning, especially now more than ever during quarantine and like we're somewhere where it's cold. So it's like, you know, you're not outside a lot moving around. So it's like so important to just, it's literally just kind of like a kickstart for your day and just yeah. like really, uh, uh, it's a combination of being present, but also like moving around. I think it's so important. Well, I think there's this idea that yoga is this really intense practice and you have to be super flexible and super dedicated and it has to be like this consistent routine, but it is exactly what you're saying. It's all about just focusing and actually listening to yourself and your body and what it needs and mm -hmm. more so focusing on the breath. And like, I've made it a part of my morning routine and I've, I mean, I found that it's helped me so much. And I actually learned the other day that um, your stomach, your third chakra that's in your stomach controls mm -hmm. your self-esteem, your confidence. And because yoga focuses on the breath, I, I used to have like really, really bad stomach problems. And that's where mm -hmm. I hold all of my anxiety, my stress. Yeah. And once I started yoga, I found that that was like improving and I yeah. even my self-esteem. And I realized it was because of that third chakra and because I'm focusing on my breath and listening to what my body needs and not even like doing all this crazy stuff, just simply laying there and allowing myself to breathe the correct way. It has all of these crazy positive effects that go way, way deeper than the surf, than just like the surface of your body type of thing. A hundred percent. That got like on the side note too, like beyond the, the physical moving of that and like, you know, also moving around helps digestion, mm -hmm. but gut health bro that shit's yes. insane that's just finally coming up and like we're really finding out the science behind it and like it truly is your second brain man yeah. I, I didn't realize how much of my depression anxiety and like overall mood and you know no matter how many books or how much yoga i was doing like if i was eating bad i didn't even realize until i started like i went vegan like four months ago and like been doing it very consistently and also mm -hmm. eating healthy not this you know not eating stuff but eating better things and wow i had no idea how much food really impacts your mental health it's insane right all the, i i feel like well what was the statistic you gave me the other day 90 percent of serotonin is in your gut yeah that's what i read i don't know how oh, that the amount of things where you're like using therapy gut, where you yeah. were using this and that and sorry um, my levels are just a little blown out. Um, so <laughs> if, you're, if you're turning down your volume right now, every time I come on, I'm so sorry. Um, but I feel like there's all these things we try and solve. And I'm not saying that those resources are not important, but I'm also not saying that food isn't like at least a third of that, you know? Well, it's, it, I think your brain is literally a part of, not I think, like your brain is literally a part of this whole meat suit and it functions based off of the power of like, your heart is like the power source and then the, the rest of the body like functions together and has an impact on the mind and vice versa. So it's like if you're feeding this whole thing horrible food and not giving it fuel, that, that has an effect on the brain too because it's a part of the system that needs a fuel. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like gut health is not, uh, talked about nearly as much as like athleticism and exercise and just all these things surrounding the body when it's like, well, what are we actually putting in to charge it with? <laughs> and yeah. we could go down a rabbit hole though, because if you want to really look at like what food is here in, at least in America, I can speak for like, this isn't food, man. Like 80% yeah. of the shit at grocery store, like isn't food. Yeah. Well then, okay. So I guess what people would want to know then if I was listening to this, I'd be like, okay, well then what do I eat? Right. So and I'd also like to acknowledge that I, I believe, I think that like everyone has a very different genetic makeup based on, uh, their ancestry and what, you know, people who came before them 
ate and so how their bodies will react to those things based on that. And I think it kind of just goes into, Josiah and I talk about it a lot, but like, and Kaylin, but like intuitive eating and just seeing what feels good in your body and what doesn't and going off of that. But that means you also have to be pretty in touch with your body. So Mm -hmm. that goes back to like, you know, doing yoga, meditation, all these things that like allow you that time to connect with your body to like really feel it when you eat. I feel like a lot of us get super numb when we eat and it's easy to just get lost and, and then not know what's right for your body and what's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Sugars taste good. It's when I tell people to about intuitive eating, they're like, well, I'm like, just listen to yourself. You'll, you'll know what to eat. Like your body will let you know what you need or what you like. And a lot of times people are like, well, my, my body's telling me to eat cookies and sugar and stuff. I'm like, no, that's your brain because your brain feels good. There's like a whole fucking chain of events of things that occur in your body when you're eating sugary foods and feeling good. And it's, it's a feel good. It's a feel good thing. It doesn't have anything to do with what your body needs or nutrition. It's, it's pure like emotions at that point. So with intuitive eating, it's, and, and what I challenge people to do, especially starting off, like you don't have to immediately go vegan or like be on some diet or anything is, is twofold. One, I would really try to eat more natural, organic, um, you know, even if you can't do organic or like, you know, it's a little bit more expensive, like just more plant-based whole foods, like stuff that was really here before we came around and started just making shit up and adding stuff together in a lab. So I would really try to do that, like for starters, at least adding or including those in. But two, and the most important part, especially just starting off, is not even about going and doing something new, consuming all this healthy food. It's literally just one thing. Stop eating as much bullshit and watch what that does. Mm-hmm. And also like the moderation is it's obviously, you know, we hear that a lot, but you know, all these these foods that aren't really foods like Pop Tarts and, and cereal and processed shit and all these, you know, bars and crackers and all these different things that have so much other things in them. It's like they're not absolutely horrible, but the amount in which we consume them is just like not it's 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 not only not natural and your body has our time process to begin with but when you eat that much of it and then eating that much of it leads to that much more of it so it's like the 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 first challenge i have to give to people is literally just stop eating so much bad shit and kind of watch what that does and water huge water's huge like this digest it digest it and move like you you'd be surprised even if you're eating like semi-horrible like just what water and moving around and exercising can do like processing it and getting it going because at the end of the day there's like at least some little iota of 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 nutrition coming through with all that stuff like it's not this all absolutely horrible but for the most part like you're not really gaining anything and it's taken away more than it's not and it's it's making you sluggish and your mental health you know subpar and then that is just perpetuating itself into the next shitty meal so for me it's like this take away some stuff first. Don't, you don't need to add in this beautiful new crazy diet, but take away some stuff and, you know, maybe add some greens and colorful things that are like, I call them living foods, you know, like stuff that if you don't eat within the first three days, they go bad. I I truly do like 75% of my shopping. uh, I get it done in the produce section, you know, when I'm at the grocery store. So I think that's important, but also real quick, Google and YouTube, man, like there's so many resources and recipes and ideas and ways people did it and ways people didn't do it and what's good and what's not good. Like this, that's what intuitive eating is as well. It's not this like magical, like it's going to tell me exactly what I want. It's like just having the intuition to go and look and read things and consume knowledge and watch what people are saying and when you gather that information like that's also part of the intuition intuition also is like a lot of collection of data so it's like if you if you've done a lot of reading and research on what are some healthy foods that are like power foods that have all these nutrients that do this and help with that and get rid of that and detoxify this and this one's alkaline and all these magical things that food does that come from the ground 
you know, the next time you're at the store, it's not so overwhelming. You're like, oh, this one does that. I can add that to that. Oh, here's a recipe. Because that's the hardest part about switching to a better diet is like not knowing what foods to add it with, not knowing what tastes good together, like not knowing how to do it, which ones go bad. Is this good? Do I need that amount of stuff during the day? Like, I don't yeah. know. There's a lot that goes into it and it'd be overwhelming. So the I more research like, you do, the better. I feel like how food is prepared matters a lot too. I always mm-hmm. say like food that's made with love, it just feels better yes. to eat. And I feel like it can fuel you better. Like I feel like our culture is just such a has such a go, go mentality that the reason mm-hmm. why all of these processed foods were made in the first place was because people didn't have the Wait. time or want to make right. the time. To actually prepare a meal. And even for people, even if you don't like to cook, I just challenge you to buy whole foods like produce, fruits, vegetables. And not, I don't want to say force yourself because that makes it makes it sound dreadful, but just challenge yourself to actually prepare a meal and be present with the cooking. And because just being alive and being able to eat a meal is so beautiful and something that I think even I take for granted sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, so just challenging yourself to make yourself a whole meal that you feel good while making it. And then you'll feel that much better while actually consuming it. And I, I guarantee you'll actually tell a difference. Yeah. yeah you're present for it. You know, uh, that's beautifully said. I, I like that. That's yes. really what it is. You're there. You're appreciative. It's colorful. It's green. You're looking at, you feel better because it's healthy. Yes. It, it, you, it, you know, mentally feel better because you're like doing something that's taking time and you're putting effort towards it. It's rewarding. It's like a process. You can listen to music. You can, you can look up different recipes and try different seasonings and there's yes. so many different options. But yeah, that's what's, that's what the, the downfall is with the other food is like, we're just so separated and unpresent from eating that it's like literally just like, I got to get some food in me. You know, mm-hmm. you'll just eat anything. Yeah. I, I saw a video the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. But like eating out, you know, we don't know who's preparing our food. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not even saying what they're putting in it. Like who is preparing our food? You know what I'm saying? And you know, this this does go down to energy. If you think energy transfers into into food and all that stuff, obviously this we're talking about how we think it probably does. Um, but that being said, uh, I definitely have been trying to make uh, preparing meals more of like a, a ritual. And if your job does not allow you even 10 minutes uh, in a 24 hour uh, day to prepare a meal for yourself in the morning, uh, I, I would, uh, I would think about that. Yeah, that's a, it's a, it's an easy excuse. I, I did that a lot. Like I don't have time to cook. I don't have time to meal prep or make all these meals. And, you know, in all honesty, it is challenging. It is difficult, like to really like get produce and and do it right and cut it open and cut it there and eat it while it's good and combine it with the recipe and like oh I'm one person so I don't want to make too much but I, I just opened up the whole avocado those go back you know like there's a, there's challenges to it but like look at it as almost like a new process that you didn't really get to that we never had before and a lot of our diet is based off of how we were raised. Mm-hmm. If you had a mom that was running through McDonald's for lunch every day and like. I would go to Burger King for breakfast on the way to school every day. You know, it's like these these bad eating habits. I had a grandpa that like loved me to death and spoiled me. But that meant every weekend we would go to the gas. Every Friday I get to his house, I'd be there for the week. We go to the, the gas station on Friday and just stock the fuck up like on horrible food, Reese's chips. I used to put sugar in my Gatorade, bro. Just like, <laughs> oh, my God. oh yeah, it's horrible. Next level. I used to drink. I used to have a lemon lime Gatorade every morning. Though people at school called me Gatorade girl, like Gatorade girl. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> You guys, okay, yeah, I think it's important we all acknowledge the journey here. Yeah. Um, because I definitely yeah, wow. did not come out the womb like me? this. Exactly. I'm talking cold DiGiorno pizzas at like 2 a.m. 
plus like whatever else I could find in my fridge and waking up the next morning feeling like absolute fart, fart in a jar, <laughs> literally just to froth for like five days. That's what I felt like after one of those nights. So it's not like, you know, I- Oh, and I'm sure like, you weren't sober that night, were you? Absolutely not. Plus, yeah, that's another combo. Plus probably seven different versions of alcohol. Plus whatever else I was putting in my Seven pocket. different versions. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, I don't want to say it came out the womb. Like, mm, yes, plant-based. Like, give me my sweet potato. Yeah, it's like a lifestyle we got to learn, bro. Yes, it's an act of all of this, the morning routine, the meditation, how you eat and consume food. It's It all comes down to just an act of self-love and discipline, you know? Like, it, it's, it's not easy, but because... If you acknowledge that your body needs this stuff and that doing certain things, although it might not be the easiest thing at first, you do it because you love yourself and you want to improve and you want to give your body what it needs and be the best that you can. Facts, 100%. Yes, 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 yes. And also actually feeling the effects of it is what makes this enjoyable. I want to mm-hmm. I want to also say that like when you start to feel energized, like a few days following starting oh that healthy God. eating, you're like, what yeah. the frick? This existed. Yes. I've been I've and been shooting like eight shots of espresso every morning. Espresso, <laughs> dude, I was taking like uh, uh, hydroxy cut. <laughs> what? Like up until this last year, I take hydroxy cut. Nothing, no other reason than to, to for the caffeine. Like to me, it was like a caffeine pill. And like I tried it once and it was like, this is the best form I could get. It's easy. I don't have to drink coffee. It's like, it's energizing me. And like literally like, especially if I'd, I'd take one before work and I would just be like, ener- like no, I, it was awesome. Like I was fucking on point, dude. I was good. But <laughs> like, like, I go I, back to it right now. Right. But it. It was, I needed it though because I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't doing healthy things. So by the time like it came to like being interactive with humans and like everyone knows me as extroverted guy and like I do love interacting, like I didn't have any energy. So it's like, how do I get it? But I will say after you start like, you know, having a healthier sleep routine, sleep hygiene um, and and really eating healthier, like living, energizing foods, I'm like, wow, damn, this is what life is like without all that stuff. And I have just the same energy and it's like more natural and it's raw. And it's like if you really look up, it's fun. Actually, go look up like what, how coffee and caffeine actually works um, on YouTube. There's like a diagram and it like literally there's like receptors in your body that indicate and let you know that you're tired. And that's how you start yawning. And it's like, all right, time to go to sleep. What caffeine does is it goes in and it blocks that that indicator from receiving the signal that you're tired. So it's like not even that you have real energy. It's like you just are lying to yourself that you're you're. It's like a like you physically feel energized, but like your your body's exhausted. So you know it's like unclean energy is what I like to call it. But when you have that clean energy and like you're living and you're living life and you that gut health, man. When you wake up, like my favorite thing in the world. I know Chloe, like you tell me you get excited about your period, right? Like you find out you have your period, and it's like oh my god, dude. I'm telling you, she turns into a little kid. It's bizarre. I've never been. Around. I thought it was like this because dreadful, like horrible process. Every month, but, I get, I get to, rem- I get, uh, I get reminded that I'm fertile and that at any moment <laughs> I could have a baby, and that's one I of the things that brings me her. happiness. But, but, um, no, I, I, um, but that feeling, uh, uh for me, waking up, uh, hungry. Waking up like with the stomach that's hungry. Yes. Yes. There's nothing worse than like, you know, you go to sleep for eight hours and you're still full. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, if you're eating before bed, that's another thing too. Like, even if you're not going to change anything in your diet, I challenge you to stop eating past like 10 p.m. or, you know, relative to wherever, whatever time you go to bed. But like, stop eating because you're literally laying there for eight hours, not moving. That food's not doing shit. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's sitting there. 
and it's not getting processed. And if it is, it's like horribly done. So uh, waking up hungry for me is like, what I assume how excited Chloe gets about the period, but it's like just your body, like knowing that your body did its thing and that you get to, you get to put something healthy in it. And it's like, it ate up the stuff you gave it because the stuff you gave it, because what happens is with like a lot of, a lot of junk food and like processed shit. Like not only do you not feel energized, but it like doesn't even get processed. Like you feel like shit, you feel bloated and horrible. So knowing that like my food digested and I feel good after it. Ooh, dude, there's nothing better. It's like, I did that. It's exciting. You put something healthy in there and it goes back to the reason you know i get excited about the fact that our body wakes wakes itself up like i was getting excited earlier i get excited that we have sight and sound i get excited that you know food turns into to good energy and you live a good life like i get excited about these things and that's why i enjoy life so it's but tying that into the food thing as well like you said enjoying the process getting excited about it appreciating having a perspective of being present and acknowledging the beauty and magic this whole thing allows you to live a better life so in all these things that we talked about today it really is just about being present and therefore and appreciative of it because mm-hmm. they're occurring whether you whether your you know your attention's on it or not attention is on it or not but actually focusing on it and being appreciative of it will, I swear, this like skyrocket and boost your day. Yes, like it's just, yes. it's insane how this whole thing works. And also, if you go back on it, like if you are eating really healthy and you freaking down a pizza or whatever it is, keep freaking going. Like don't spend two days shaming yourself. I feel like this yes, can kind of be a huge. triggering conversation for it's people who have dealt with like eating disorders and stuff like that. Eat. We're saying eat. Make sure you nourish yourself. Like the like one of the best parts of our day is when we get to make like a nourishing ass, amazing ass meal, like at least two to three times a day. Um, so make sure you're nourishing yourself. Just make sure, you know, the stuff you're putting in your body is, is fire. You know, and high frequency food, high vibrational foods and stuff like that. And you'll feel it. But don't stop eating. It's like we're downing a banana and then just fucking, you know, eating, eating for eating for energy. Um, You know, and I know there are people who do that as well. And everything there's, you know, different things that work for different people. Um, Side note. Sorry to cut you off. Kaylin, you had to be somewhere. um, Yeah, I do have work. But you know what? I could. I've been working late these last days. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can quit. quit. <laughs> for this, for this mediocre average guy from Minnesota. Like, hey, now. I'm going down. hey now, listen, guys, I gotta go. Okay, no, actually, <laughs> I can. I want to stay on just for a little bit because the conversation. Yeah, yeah. We want to end it, but I don't have to technically start work today until nine thirty since I've been working late the other days. Mm-hmm. She is a boss. Let's do some like, yeah, like maybe let's start like doing some Ooh. wrapping it up or like. Wait, should stuff you we do like, about. um, I don't know, like before we end the podcast, like I, 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 I like how we're doing podcast development on the podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> One of my favorite things on podcasts is when like everyone like stops for like some grounding breaths or whatever it is. And assuming, <laughs> and I'm serious, and assuming people are listening to this in the morning, it just maybe before I hate to podcast, say it, bro. No one got all the way through this at like 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I know that there's someone out there right now who wants to take a few breaths with me. Oh, yes. I don't like that. <laughs> you seen her face. But really, but really, um, yeah, I was listening to like, uh, does anyone, do you guys know Umi? Yes. Um, she always does these like breaths and when and whenever she does stuff and <laughs> I do breaths along with her breaths. and genuinely genuinely I know like there are people who might like skip through it or not like it whatever but I feel like it can kind of like uh, sort of like unify you with with your listeners and like everyone can you know yeah we, we should start that off you should we should start you should start that off the podcast off with that yeah, but, but maybe I'm not it doing can now. be like a little like I love ending. that let's yeah. go in peace oh hell yeah let's do it 
All right. Should we do it at the end? Are we done talking? Are we, no, we, we kind of just like ended it. <laughs> I guess, I guess, um, People not breathing right now, like waiting for us to tell them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because you can exhale You're doing now. It? You can exhale now. Um, but yeah, just overall, I guess to sum up this conversation, um, be good to your body, be good to yourself, give yourself freaking compassion. I feel like it's easy to listen to a podcast and be like, damn, these people are perfect, but it's only because we've dealt with whoa, so whoa. Okay. No, no, I'm, no, no, I mean like just talking about yeah, you know, I mean, healthy eating about, and right. stuff like that. It's like easy it's to a like, thing we nailed every day. No, it's a process. Oh, it is a journey mm-hmm. for sure. Um and I used to think it was one that I would just like one day decide that I was going to eat healthy. And then by like week two or three, I'd be this like transformed person. And so by the time week two or three hit and I had like gone back on that quote unquote, because again, it's a journey. It's never just this all or nothing thing. I'd be like, oh, that's not, that's not me. I'm not the healthy person. And it's like these cycles I would stay in for like, honestly, years. And mm-hmm. I, I call them, I call it, I'm sure you guys all know I'm talking about like the Monday restart, the Monday restart, the Monday restart, the right. Monday. And like that just being on freaking repeat every single week. But now I'm in this life of like, if one day I eat beautiful, amazing. If one day that's not the case, amazing. I mm-hmm. am freaking divine in all forms. Shout yeah. out to our friend Hallie. Um, she she has this saying, uh, it's all divine. You're always divine. You're always and there's no, there's no one, there's no God or no creator, or no thing looking at you being like, what did you do? Exactly. Like I'm condemning you. That just doesn't exist. You're always being cheered on. Yeah. So. Like- Life is all about balance and like it's, we're not perfect. So there's no way that you're going to be, you're going to have that incredibly healthy mentality 24 seven. That's impossible. Accepting where you're just at. Starting out, yeah. Exactly. Accepting where you're at that that's where the true, the true win comes from. The yeah, that's the healthy mentality. But mm-hmm. the, And here's the most important part of all this though. A lot of times we hear routines or things that people are excited about and we're like, we have to do those things. We have to do them. That is the standard and that's how we live a good life. But let me tell you this, the only important part with any of these processes that we talked about is the end product. After you do them, after you do whatever, how are you feeling? That's the only thing you should be gauging. Whatever works for you and whatever makes you feel good, do more of that. These are just some ways that we found to make our humans feel better. And we're sharing them with you. But other than that, try everything, man. That's the one thing that I really pride myself in is like just trying everything. I may not have like the most dedicated routine. I may not have like one passion in life or people know me for this one thing. But the one thing that I do enjoy is like trying everything and keeping around what works and not keeping around what doesn't work. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, it's literally that simple. Yes. Also in that you're going to find what makes you different and then you're going to be able to help the people who like that part of you resonates with them. You know what I'm saying? Like there might, there's no right way to meditate. There's no right way to do yoga. You might meditate to like freaking Metallica and that's your thing. You know what I'm saying? And like, that is really going to work for a lot of people, but like just embrace whatever your weird little differences are, you know, like don't try and do anything one certain way, try a bunch of different stuff, see what works. But if it's not the way that anyone else has done it, there's something in that. There's something in that, that you can give to other people. Mm -hmm. So pay attention to that, embrace it and own it. Facts. Thank you very much. Show me the Carvax. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a good group. I can't wait for all of us to physically to be, be together. I know. I agree. Josiah, you just might have to be on the podcast all the time. Yeah, like, I, I'll good? be like the tech guy that like only connects the mics, but like talks the whole time. <laughs> that would actually be 
over to our over to our engineer and then i just talked the whole time <laughs> there's always like a guy engineer i'm like there's so many podcasts to listen to it's just like some guy in the background that just yes, like does it on the computer <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like jamie on joe rogan like dude he just gets yes. dragged through the mud i was like could you fix it why is it sounding like that like right on the show you guys are just asking find, find me this video find me this video yeah, pull, it up, pull it up joe can you pull it up uh yeah josiah's a very reliable presence i can always count the fact that no matter where I'm at energetically, he's always going to bring it. So thank you, Josiah. Yeah, thank uh, both of you today. guys. Yeah, it's been great. Seriously, I like the energy here. And I think, you know, us three together is a nice little team and a nice little, yeah. you know. I um, love threes. Male, so next time we'll bring on Jared. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'd love Absolutely. I'm so excited yeah. to hear how people respond to this episode. Please let us know. Leave your honest review, your opinion. We'd love to hear ways we can improve topics to talk about like we're really just here to help and grow together so let us know yes. give us feedback and don't forget to like comment and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a never different way of saying like comment, yeah subscribe. like follow bro share with <laughs> somebody like we live for feedback so you know if you have a few seconds and you want to leave a review we would love that so much <laughs> i didn't like that <laughs> no hell yeah no you know, that's a, that's a fun part about it. We just sit here talk. like this is stuff we just talk about day to day. Anyway, we just put a yeah. microphone in front of so, exactly. You know, some do all end all. Here's how to do it. But if you got some out of it, cool. If you didn't, that's cool too. If you want to leave some feedback, I advise it. Yeah, we love you no matter I, what. Are we gonna end on some good breaths? Yeah, we freaking are on you, Chloe. All right, everyone. Um, if. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. If everyone could close their eyes, Josiah is laughing at me. Why are you talking like that? Bro? Because everyone loves a good calming voice to growl. Bro, them. It's, it's all right. Hey, like everyone. That. This is Clotilda. Yeah, close no. your eyes, and we're gonna take some grounding breaths. All that's blown up. All right, completely. all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm grateful for the energy we've created in the studio today, and we are going to conclude with a few breaths. Okay. So everyone close your eyes and breathe in through your nose. Out through your mouth. In through your nose. Out through your mouth. In through your nose. Last exhale. Out through your mouth. Okay. I'm feeling ready and charged up for the day. How do you guys feel? Connected, happy, grateful. All that. I agree with that. I like that. <laughs> I'm feeling very grateful. Josiah. Thank you so much for coming on the share today. You're so welcome, brother. <laughs> You're hired as a pay or what are we doing? Keep you tea in the morning. Oh, sick. <laughs> um, but to anyone listening, I love you. I hope you have an amazing, beautiful, gorgeous, phenomenal day. You're absolutely freaking killing it. Do not freaking forget that. And play this 10 times over if you do. Love yourself.
love others um something good something good <laughs> google google quotes and that's what I, that's what i got for you <laughs> all right you guys we're signing off have an amazing 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 day this has been call it cliche